What's up, y'all? Welcome back to your new favorite podcast, The Misplaced American. I'm your host, Justin White. I have another guest this week. The coronavirus has made it kind of hard to have people come in my house, so I was able to Zoom call one of my oldest best friends uh, in America. Uh, He's my friend from North Carolina, but he actually lives in Virginia. Uh, He actually has his own podcast with another co-host called Redirect. And we're just going to kind of go over a few things. So hope you guys enjoy. Uh, and if you do like, subscribe. Also, go follow, redirect. I'll have the link in the bio. So, yeah, just relax and enjoy. All right. Can you hear me? Am I clear? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. All right, sweet. So what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. Trying to stay sane, you know, locked up in the house and whatnot. You know, trying not to go crazy. So wait, so uh, I'm not really familiar with what's going on like on America's uh, side of everything, but we'll get to it in a second. Uh, introduce yourself for everybody. <laughs> so my name is Karan Walker. Um, I don't know. What do you want to know about me? Um, I'm in college right now. I get my master's degree in counseling. Um, plans to graduate in May, but don't know how that's going to work out now with this Rona going around. <laughs> um, no, this, I don't know. I mean, so, what else? Yeah, what do people want to know about me? I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought you were going do, doing your PhD right now instead of a lot of master. I, I thought about doing my PhD. No, I'm getting my master's right now. I thought about doing my PhD, but after talking to somebody, a PhD is not what I need to do what I want to do. I want to open up like a wellness center, you know, for essentially for like you no know, our people and whatnot, so they can understand. You no, know, mental health is not bad. It's okay to go get help. You know, kind of do it in like a different way, almost instead of the whole normal. You no, know, sit on my couch and let me talk to you. Just no, just not casting couch or nothing. But um, yeah, I honestly didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, so I want to do like a, like a whole wellness center. You no, know, have yoga, you no, know, some counseling, meditation, all the other good stuff in there. You no, know, to get people coming there. You no, know, so like it's good to work on your mental health. That's what I want to do. And I don't need a PhD to do that. You no, know, if I wanted to teach, then yeah, but I don't care about research, so I'm not doing that. Well, look at you making a difference in the world. I'm while I'm sitting over here being a, a stay at home dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, so most people uh, obviously don't know us uh, or are familiar with us or our background. Karan uh, yeah. has been a friend of mine since what we were like, like middle, middle school, school yeah, going yeah, into high school. school. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think we were eighth grade going into ninth grade. And uh, eighth yeah, grade is my best year. <laughs> and, and, and then that year. Yeah, then that summer we just became like. It's like, oh, want to come hang out at the house? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Hang out, play video games, basketball. Both of which I, I sucked at, but you know, <laughs> I get that. Uh, but yeah, I, like you were pretty much, I just remember, I remember Greg constantly going to your mom's house. I'm like, even if you weren't there, I'd just sit there and like watch TV or eat, eat, eat her food. And she'd just be like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, oh, hey, Justin. I'm like, hey, oh, what's up? But my house was the hangout spot for everybody. No, yeah, you know, seriously, your mom was everyone's mom. Pretty and, much. And, tell, and tell his mom was yeah, everyone's she was mom. Like my grandma <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i'm not sure if you want to get into your or talk about your podcast but you are also a co-host of a of a podcast yourself yeah so our podcast is called redirect um me and my co-host we are both um in the mental health field you know mental health workers so we use like mental health terms like redirect to, like, to shift your focus to something that's more important and that's what our podcast is about you know we always spending time on the phones or just wasting time doing this that and the third so we figured no let's try to redirect people's time to try to focus on something that can be a little bit more important right then and there so that's what we're about oh wow so 
if so if so say if for instance uh during this whole situation going on uh the coronavirus if someone uh approached you and just i guess felt distressed but like didn't know why and like you know they felt like oh I'm, i feel like i'm being locked down i feel like i'm being trapped in my room i feel like i i can't go outside i feel, I feel like i'm afraid if i walk outside i'm gonna die like <laughs> i guess it, in an extreme form of anxiety how could how could you i guess use redirection in that way like what what, what could you say to me if i approach you with this issue with this, these issues i had well first i'll probably know do some like maybe some meditation techniques or some some common activity to help you no know, calm you down, bring your anxiety down or something like that. You know, simple meditation, like say like you no, know, focus on what's going on around you. Like tell me like a couple of things. Tell me five things that you can hear right now. Tell me four things that you can see right now. You know, something that can help bring your attention to the here and now. And then we just kind of talk about things that you can potentially do while you're on lockdown to make your situation better. Like you gotta learn to, we on quarantine, there's no there's no getting out of that. So what can we do to make the situation better for you? You know, whether that be, you know, you playing video games, watching TV, starting a new hobby, something to just kind of manage that anxiety for you. Oh man, okay, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me stop you there because this is some good stuff and I don't want to get uh, <laughs> get, get my people too, uh, too, <laughs> too excited too soon. Uh, like, let's, let's run this back to uh, <laughs> another topic. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, I guess on the whole topic of this, I guess us being friends growing up and mm-hmm. uh, I guess you haven't really left America much. Have you? I haven't left it at all. <laughs> no, <I> just left <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> but, um, God, yeah, I'm so glad you left North Carolina. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I guess as far as, I guess us being friends, I know our group of friends was always kind of the, the exact same. We had the same humor, uh, yeah. same, you know, just how we were. And then if anyone knew ever tried to come in, uh, it was always kind of like, oh, what are they saying? Or why are they joking like that? Or like, if you were sensitive, you couldn't be around us. Exactly. And so I guess, have you, as an adult, I guess, have you encountered situations more so now where you have to, I guess, <laughs> categorize your friends or your time and then with certain people. So you can like put that mask on, like, all right, I put on my more sensitive mask because this guy can't take as many jokes, but I still love him as a friend, opposed to, my this friend where I can just you know oh you look stupid today you should go change and, like, <laughs> and know they take it funny yeah. so some friends I'm definitely more brutal with than other friends uh, so it's like like I said kind of like having a whole facade on like okay I'm with this group of friends so let me kind of put on this you know this facade you know with this friends like I'm not being fake but this is how we interact with each other opposed to because I might come back to know you come to the states when we hang out we going we going at each other we joking each other and laughing at each other yeah. last time um. I saw you, we were playing spike ball, you were joking me or whatnot, I was overweight. <laughs> but like other friends, they're not gonna joke me like that. So we kind of keep it at a mutual yeah. understanding. Like, okay, this is how we are. No, we're here to like maybe build upon each other and do, talk about this, that, and the third where other friends know we can build, but we also gonna joke each other along the way. Right. So I definitely, that's something I've, I've run into a lot uh, living uh, overseas. Um, Whenever I like get to a, got to a new base, like a new location in the UK or not in the UK, but in the, anywhere in the world, I was in Italy, I was in Guam, and, mm-hmm. and I would like meet like say my Italian friends, and they were all like yeah. one way. They would all be like, "Oh, you know, oh, this is, you're such a cool American guy. You're you're just you're so funny. You're not what we thought. You know, we, like I have, I met a group of people who told me they thought <laughs> like all American black people had to be in a gang." <laughs> and, and, it, and it's funny to think about because all they see all they see is on uh, American black people is what we see on TV 
Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, you know, like, we all thought, you know, what, how do you know what gang to join? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and they were like, you know, you know, how you're like, what, what, are you Bloods? Are you Crips? Like, how do you know which one to join? And so I guess having those <laughs> friends and not being able to put my guard down, I couldn't be like, I could never be like, yo, what up, man? Like, cause they'd be like, oh, yo, they, they think that's how I'm supposed to talk. So when I was around them, it's almost like yeah. it's all cold switching. You guys know, cold switch. Yeah, like it, you literally you have to put on another mask, like a whole another yeah. who you are to be a person. But then I have my, you know, my black military friends, and yeah. so I'd go from like my, like my my white friends, who you know, oh what's up, what's up, Justin, what's up, Whitey? I'm like, oh you know, I'm fine. How are you guys? And, you know, <laughs> like kind of like the key and peel skit. Whatever. Then I walk yeah. up to my black friends, like, yo, what up, man? What's good? <laughs> what's happening over there? Well, it's, you know, it's, for some, it's just more natural for us though to connect with each other because. We got that that just mutual background, just being black. This in a sense is make us more relatable. <laughs> but it's definitely something new, like not new, but big. I noticed living overseas was like, and I thought about it. Like, I thought about like how, like I said, the time I did go home, and we all just immediately caught up, and yeah. and it was just like back, like almost like we never, like we never like moved away from each other. And this has been that time you came back. It's been years since I saw you, but like I said, yeah. we just connected right back like nothing ever happened. But then it's like, I remember, you know, I, I have other friends who I still love dearly, but that side of me, I, I don't think I, I mean, I've, I've probably let them see in a certain way, in a certain, not disrespect, but I've, I'll let it come out. And then it's kind of, it kind of like shocks them and like, oh, I didn't yeah. know you, I didn't know, I didn't know you, you've done that. I didn't know you act this way. And I'm like, oh, what, let me really, let me really back in a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> so have you ever, um, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I would say I really got that in the workplace for me. I definitely had to put that facade on because I can't let you no. Know, it's almost like I can't be a hundred percent myself in the type of work field that I'm in because I'm trying to you know uphold a, a professional standard. And the people see me as you no know, regular Quran, like, oh, why are you here in this profession right now? You think you can help other people out talking like that? No sir. <laughs> Did I remember you say that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I said I I quoted Paul Moody in class one time. That joint was hilarious. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, that's another story. But um, <laughs> I remember one time I was in the job in my mental health field, and like, I I kind of keep to myself, and I, I I be respectful. Everybody thought I, I was this nice, quiet church boy and everything like that. And two things got a little heated one time, and I voiced my opinion, and um, everybody, oh, oh, not Quran, huh, huh. and next day I came to the office, they be like, watch out for Quran, he'll cuss you out. I'm like, bro, I'm like, come, <laughs> I, I didn't, yeah, and you, and you immediately get this this like stigma against you now because you because first you were the quiet black guy but now all of a sudden yeah. you're, the, you're the angry black man and it's, yeah. it, it's and it's like there's no in between like you're, you're going to be one or the other so on like literally that, all i like literally all i said was we working our asses off for y'all and they took it as me cussing them out i'm like where did i cuss y'all out yeah I'm, I'm just proving a point but yeah that joke was crazy so yeah so but with the, actually with that so have you i guess in those situations, do you find it easier to not have those friends together? Or like, have you ever like, <laughs> I guess brought those friends together, like by mistake almost. And it's like, wow, this is definitely should not happen. <laughs> nah, cause ever since I moved to Virginia, always like made friends, lost friends. No, most of the free people I made friends with was within the work area. And then no, we kind of switched jobs and then don't keep in touch like that. Or no, during school, you know, you make friends for that semester. Right. Then when the semester over, you don't see them no more for real. Right. But the ones who normally stick around, 
or ones I feel more comfortable with bringing around my other friends. Because if they can still hang out with me and joke me and stuff, and I can joke back without them crying, then I can bring them to the main group and whatnot. See, oh, see, so you, see, 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 I think you're really good. I, I think I have, I have categories. I, I, not, not, not because I'm afraid if I hurt someone's feelings, but I'm afraid that my friends are such. I, I'm such a. I feel like I'm so good at putting on masks to fit different molds throughout my like, yeah my friends like networking that I feel like one day I'm gonna like have my you know my chill relaxed friends with my my uh I guess my more hyper intense friends and it's gonna yeah. turn into this like whole ordeal. <laughs> yeah this almost like it's almost like emotional wreck because like my <laughs> intense friends are gonna like be making fun of like situations or something that might be my sensitive or my more uh I guess aware friends would like, oh wow, that's not it's not okay for you to say, and it's like, yeah. oh gosh, now now I'm gonna now okay now people are gonna look at me like I'm, and then it, it turns to like a whole different thing. So I just I, I always thought that was kind of interesting, especially coming from somebody like I said, you're in the you're in the psychology, and I just yeah. didn't know it was it was something like you ever recognized that like you were doing where was separating like your friends and groups and, and like having a like have a moment before you get out of your car to mentally prepare. And like, all right, all right, <laughs> calm face. All right, go in. <laughs> Let everyone know I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I know. If I know. If I pull up, listen to my know my hood music, I got to turn it down. Maybe switch it to something else more lighter. So okay, I got to go in there with a calm mood. I can't take this hood. this strong wild sure the, the hoodest thing you listen to is probably Childish Gambino. <laughs> that album, not even um hood, but um I don't listen to a lot of hood. I like Twenty One Savage, but uh, that's about it, really. I don't listen to a lot of hood music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, I guess back, I guess because because you are in America, uh, I, I am curious because I honestly haven't really. I feel bad for this. I haven't really talked to many people other than my mom who had to fly back uh, to America mm-hmm. uh, in a rush. Like she cut her trip short because of the whole Corona incident. Yeah, and, uh, I don't like. I, said, I don't want to. If anyone's listening, I don't want to like bring up any like anxieties. So, uh, I apologize if that comes up, but. How what is happening like I guess in America? Because I honestly I deleted my Facebook and I'm only on Instagram. So like what is like I guess the the <laughs> like, what's going on outside in America right now? Well, I can give my perspective because I don't really follow the news all like that because you know No, you're speaking for all, you're speaking for all Americans right now. So I need you to okay. <laughs> get this right. All right, I'm gonna try the best I can. Try to, <laughs> don't get me up here lying, but you know, go fact check yourself, people. <laughs> but um from my experience, you no. Know, we we was very underprepared. Um, I don't know if you heard, but our pandemic team was fired like in 2018. So there's no right. way we could have been prepared for a pandemic like this. If we don't have a team, right? Because they felt like no, well they just people sitting around wasting money. No one need to pay them. What do you think they're doing? They preparing for a pandemic? No, they can't. I hear you know doing stuff all the time. But from what I heard, I hear places like California is like on a lockdown quarantine. Or they can't go nowhere and stuff like that. Um, I hear that back in North Carolina, they got like a curfew at a certain time. You can't go nowhere. My mom was saying her boss got to write her like a little note. Like if she's going to work, she should get pulled over. Like she got to show the note that she's actually going to work. Wow. You know, being an essential. But um, here in Virginia, it hasn't gotten that bad yet. But there has been like, last I checked, it's been like over 600 confirmed cases of no coronavirus here in Virginia. But people here are still not taking it seriously. I mean, there's some are and there's some not. I see a lot of young people saying they don't believe in this. No, it's just a conspiracy. And like, <laughs> even even if it is, 
I feel like you still should take that precaution just in case because that joint creep up on you and get you. Now you got that wrong. Yeah, like, it's, 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 like, it it's like, okay, it's a conspiracy, but it's not going to hurt you to also not do anything this weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I know. Um, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's, I, I, I noticed the same thing before we got locked down in the UK. Uh, it was kind of a, everyone was like, oh, no, it's not that bad. Uh, no, no one, like, even the government, it seemed, I'm, I'm not, very proficient. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a government specialist, so don't take what I say. Oh no, you speak for the whole. You speak for the whole country right now, just <laughs> all, like all, me. All, all the Americans in the UK. I'm, I'm talking for y'all. <laughs> uh, but no, it just kind of seemed like the government was like, like America. Uh, this is fine. This is going to pass. China has us under control. You know, then it hit Europe, and it was like almost like overnight. It seemed like you know, my birthday was Friday the 13th of March, mm-hmm. and it seemed like the 12th. Everything was like, all right, well. It's in Europe, and it seems kind of, you know, it's getting kind of bad, but, you know, there are more cases, but no one's dying. And then it seemed like the Friday the 13th, it was like, we're shutting down Europe. Like, no one's flying in and out of Europe. And it was like, mm-hmm. whoa. Like, like, what just happened? And and then, like, the next, within the next, like, three to four days, like, Trump was like, oh, we're closing the borders to, you know, flying in and out of America. Yeah. And my mom was here, and it was like, she's she's freaking out. She's like, I don't know what to do. Should we, should we change our tickets? Should we leave? And I'm like, just ride it out, you know. You can't see much, but maybe we can make the most of it. And it seemed like every, like, they were here for like maybe out of the whole, like, nine, eight, nine days they're supposed to be here. They were here for like four. And yeah. it reached a point where it was just like every day you would see something's closing. The UK is doing this, the UK is doing that. And then the day they left, um, like the next day, I think they announced, you know, uh, they're in talks of doing a lockdown. And then, uh, then following week, uh, I think it was like Monday. So no, it was, was it maybe it was Saturday or Sunday? Uh, my friend texted me and she was like, uh, "Are you home?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Good." Uh, they, they just uh, the Boris, the Prime Minister here, just announced the lockdown. I was like, "What does that mean?" That's crazy. It's like you can't <laughs> you can't leave your house, and like they can like fine you if you leave your house. Uh, they close all the restaurants, uh, coffee shops, everything, and mm-hmm. so it was like, <laughs> whoa. What, yeah, like, crazy. It was like literally within a week, it went from, oh, this is a, oh, it's fine. It's just, it's just a bad flu, uh, people being dramatic, no one's really dying to, yo, uh, we should probably shut down the whole country. And so that was, I think that's when it got kind of real for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy that people still out here not taking it seriously. You know, oh, it's, it's nothing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I'm strong. It ain't going to happen to me. You, you never know. And I, th- I say that um, if you think nothing's going to happen to you, you should still take precaution for the people that you potentially still live with and who you go around with. If you right. might contract it somehow and not know it and then pass it on to somebody else. You know, I got a whole, you know, 70-year-old grandma here, you know. I stopped going to my internship site like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable coming here working with these people when they could potentially, you know, have this virus and I bring it back home to my grandma and she's more susceptible to it because she's 70. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stay home now. I think that's the, that is the scariest part for me was yeah. they keep saying, oh, you know, if you, if you have underlying issues, you can, you know, you're susceptible. And I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, it's fine. And then I realized, I remember, I was like, oh, crap, I got asthma. <laughs> but, uh, That's but, but luckily, I, I've been fine. But, um, but yeah, stuff like that is like weird to me. And then people, how people just kind of kept nonchalantly saying, oh, if you don't have any underlying issues, you're being dramatic, you're not worried. And I was like, you guys are literally leaving out 
like if one person is dying from anything, it's too many people. And that's, that's, mm-hmm. how, I look, that's how I look at it. And so, but people, but the views from both sides, and at least in the UK, were so strong. And it just kind of, I kind of had to just like step away. Like I, I wasn't like, you know, Facebook messages and like I was looking at Facebook, Instagram, and I was like, I, I took a step back and I was like, I can't look at this anymore. Cause it was, it was defeating almost. Cause I kept seeing one side go, you know, you guys are being dramatic. Stop being dramatic. That's the other side. I got other side saying, if you go outside, you're going to die. And I was like, then there was almost no in between. And I was like, man, this is <laughs> like, what, like, what am I going to do? And like, I, coming from someone who, who does have anxiety, I, I, I started reaching a point where I was sitting at home and I was I, like, I, I kind of like got nervous and I got a shutdown. I didn't, I didn't want to talk to anyone. But uh, but yeah, looking at that news all the time, it'll get to you. I start thinking about the worst. And when I start looking into more stuff, like, oh man, let me go to WebMD real quick. I got, I think I got that wrong. And next thing you know, you got death coming to you, like, ah, WebMD, so I'm about to die. Well, to be clear, WebMD always says I'm gonna die. (laughs) 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 Like, like, (laughs) oh, my toe hurts. Like, oh, you have your brain cancer. Like, oh, (laughs) 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 but so yeah. I guess I guess so. It sounds pretty similar to what's going on in the UK. I guess instead of, but you guys aren't fully locked down. I guess they're just telling you guys curfew and and not a lot of places. I guess aren't taking taking it seriously. But I just read that um that um the US is number one in um reported cases now. You know America got to stay number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say I, I think someone mentioned to me. I guess they showed me a stat and they were saying I guess America has more cases because they tested more. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is is good and bad because uh, if you the more tests you have, I guess the more cases are possible to be shown. Yeah. On the reverse side, uh, I guess I've read something here that said they're trying to make more tests for healthcare workers so to see who mm-hmm. I guess who, who've been uh, affected. I guess the plus and minus with that would be if a healthcare worker does have it and you find out they've been in contact with other healthcare workers in that area, you not only are, are now just shutting down. Like half the help you have, you're, you're like shutting down the help for other people. Like no yeah. one, like so now I, it's almost like what? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword at this point. Like the more testing you have, the more people are gonna have it, and the more problems I guess arise from it. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a person that claims to have answers to anything. I'm not in those positions. I'm not a specialist. I just, it just kind of seems like to me the problem rises when people, I guess, don't want to take it seriously. Like they want yeah. it to be nothing. And yeah. if it is nothing, then it won't hurt you to do nothing. <laughs> right. But, but if it still is. go out to the beach and stuff and do all this other stuff. Yeah. No social distancing. It's like, y'all crazy. And it's like, I, and I get it. You know, I, cause I, I personally, I have friends who are business owners, small business owners. And I, mm-hmm. it, it hurts my heart to see them like, you know, to have, yeah, to have to stop something they put their heart and soul into over, a virus over like over something that God, like God willing, it would be cured within, within the year. But I guess hearing people just like struggle, like not just like, not, not just here in the UK, but it's in America, like, you know, the world in general. Yeah. Just like, I, I can't speak for anybody. Like in, I guess my friend, when this first, I remember I, I look back to, I think I want to say November, I was talking to my friend at work and uh, I was, we were just watching the news at the gym. And I was like, hey, you heard about, you heard about this, this mutant virus in China? And then she was like, oh, it looks weird. And I mean, that, that was the conversation. 
and that was the end of it. And and like looking at like in hindsight, looking back at it, I feel like I wish I had followed it more because I guess every day I saw on the news like, oh, this mutant virus, the cruise ship. And I was like, oh, whatever. Oh, this mutant virus, people are flying across the world and like they're spreading it. I'm like, oh, that's weird, whatever. And then I kept taking people's word for it. Oh, it's just the flu. I was yeah. like, oh, you're fine. I've had, I've had the flu a couple times. I'm fine. Like, oh, it's just a bad cold. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, oh, if you're not over 70, you know, you're you be fine. fine. I'm like, I'm like, I, oh. used to, I ain't gonna lie. When it first happened, I was like, oh, black people can't get it. Because the NBA players started getting it. Because <laughs> Africa, like, were, like, they had, like, no cases for, like, the longest time. And then, yeah. like, the first case they had was, like, a German person. So and Rudy, and then when Rudy Goldberg got it and Donovan Mitchell, I was like, oh, man, it's a rap for black people. Man, Idris Elba? Once it, once it, once it, he had it, game. <laughs> like, we gotta be serious now. They, they, when, you know it was real when they shut down they, right before the NBA game tip off. They walked in and like, "Yo, thief!" Right. <laughs> like, cut it off. Like one of the highest like paying sports. They walked in in the middle of it and told everyone to just get out. And that is crazy. That's <laughs> how you know stuff is real. So I mean, so I guess as far as this, <laughs> the Rona or coronavirus, actually, that should be correct. <laughs> the coronavirus. Uh, does it, I guess, stop anything for you as far as like, I guess I know you said you were in school for your master's degree. Does it like put that on hold or are you going to school so online? They, yeah, they converted our classes online. So everything is like via Zoom now. But them teachers don't care. They make us do these group assignments and papers. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could at least stop the papers too. But uh, my biggest concern with school was I walk in May for graduation, but I have to finish up my classes over the summer. Right. And my last class is me finishing up my internship. But if I if this coronavirus continues to last and I can't go to my internship, how am I going to finish my degree over the summer? Are they going to make me continue until the fall or whenever the coronavirus go away? Personally, I'm not trying to know, wait that long to finish my degree when I should be finishing up over the summer. So That's yeah, so big, so it does it almost me. So does it so I guess the administration doesn't have answers either. Like you you can ask them these questions and they just kinda we don't think do they honestly tell you we don't know? Yeah, actually, we had a meeting with our um, program director, and I asked her, and I said, okay, what about the summer? And her answer was, no, we don't know about the summer yet. No, we kind of just worry about right now, what's going on right now, which I understand. You, you don't know what's going to happen over right. the summer. You, know, you don't know it's how long still it's going to be here last. or not. I'm just showing a little bit of concern, because that's when I'm supposed to finish up and graduate for real. But she said, we don't have the answers for that right now, Karan, so we're just trying to focus on uh, getting everybody through this semester right now. That's a lot. So you're literally kind of just sitting in limbo with your life. Yeah, if I'm be able to finish up my degree or not over the summer. Are you are you able to work any? Are you like are you like allowed to work? Oh, I quit my job back in January. I ain't got no job, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally quit my job in January to do you my do internship it? for school because um my internship and job would have been at the same time. It would have been too con- time conflicting. So I, you know, school is more important than work. So I had to know drop my money just to finish up school to make more money down the line. Sounds like that graduation album. You know what I do have? These degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all about that. <laughs> <laughs> but so were you ever like were you gonna travel do you plan on I guess traveling any or like is was it like are you allowed to leave the state? <laughs> like if you try to drive to North, into North Carolina would like a, a cop like, stop you, shoot your tires out until you'd like get out. I I don't know because like I said I hear different things about North Carolina not having curfew, a little bit of lockdown and stuff. So I don't hundred percent actually no, because um my little brother just left North Carolina yesterday to move to Florida. So I guess you still can drive there. He just drove all the way to Florida, so I guess it's still good. That's wild. So does it, does it so does it, does it it really does just kind of seem like 
oh, this is bad, but just kind of it's know. still going on. Yeah, and I guess you kind of what you have to do, especially in a place yeah. such as large as America. But like I said, I didn't think they could shut down a whole country until I moved here, and this happened. Yeah. And <laughs> I, got, I got nervous passing a cop going to the grocery store. That's how that's how empty the road was. Like I remember, I went to the airport and picked my parents up, my mom, and my sister up, and it was. Like I could hear myself, and it was an international airport, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. You can you can't even walk without bumping into people normally. And I was like, I could hear myself breathe. That's how that's how empty the airport was. Wow. And so like you the whole see the streets here, the streets here be empty now. Yeah, and so it's to see something, and everyone everyone gets blaming the media, and I, and it's like, I don't know, like yeah, I mean, I, at this point I kind of feel like it's, media was a double edged sword. Like the media is making it scary. Which is a good thing. Yes. Like, you, I'm not saying you should be afraid, <laughs> but you should yeah. take it seriously. And, take it seriously but, enough. But on the reverse side, it's like media is like almost makes it feel like it gives you anxiety because you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna catch this and yeah. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna have fluid in my lungs and I'm gonna die. But and like I said, there's a high percentage of people who don't who who actually just don't even realize they have it. And like like yeah. you know, all the NBA players who caught it, <laughs> they said they didn't even realize they had it. Exactly. So, it won't show no symptoms or nothing. So I guess that's that's a positive and a scary part because you do let's say you you went home and you hugged your grandma and kissed her on the cheek or whatever and now you pass her the rona or the coronavirus and uh and now you know something happens to her and it's because you because you felt fine yeah so uh, crazy so you don't have any big plans for travel no because i ain't one ain't got no job so <laughs> we got no real <laughs> income but like my mom uncle and all them they were planning on taking a cruise ship Ooh. um yeah, so they were still going to go. Like, well, I pay my money. I know how to wash my hands. I'm going to be good. But, like, right before the trip came, the cruise ship, like, nah, we can't do it no more. So, yeah. yeah they, 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 they were having cruise ships with people stuck for 30 days or more, like, on, yeah, on, yeah. on the boat. Yeah, and I was concerned. I said, y'all don't care about that. Like, nah, we good. We know how to wash our hands. All right, you know, that's y'all. Don't come up here. Come visit me afterwards. But, yeah. But uh, the whole cruise ship stuff, they, they got stopped, so they couldn't do that. So, I don't know if they got their money back or not. I know yeah. my cousin, she's supposed to get married in Mexico later this year, so I don't know how that's going to play out if it's, if this coronavirus is still around. Do I, do I know this cousin? Is this, is this a cousin I'm familiar with? Yes. Okay. But I was like, there's more to it. You're the one from Georgia and all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I assume. I assume. After you said that, I, 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 knew, I know who it is. Yeah. But, um, man, so I guess, yeah, it happened to me uh, for my birthday. Like I said, March 13th was my birthday, and that was the day, like, all this broke down. And we gotta blame you. <laughs> yeah, birthday. My birthday's on Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> and and I bring the Rona. But uh, I remember we had a, my mom was gonna watch the baby, and I was gonna go to Malta for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's, I'm gonna Malta. It's fine. And then like, every day it kind of came up, like you know, more, more and more warning, like, all right, you know, the coronavirus, this and that. We're shutting this down, shutting this down. Like, you can't go to Europe, you can't go to this. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going on this trip. I'm, my mom's coming. She's watching this baby. I need a vacation. Like I'm a stay at home dad. Yeah. I need a vacation. And and like the day came, and like they announced like no one's flying in and out of Europe. And uh, my wife messaged me. She's like, "Hey, so they're quarantining people inside of Malta. Like once you get there, like they're, they're like they're like trapping you in the airport." And I was like, "Oh wow." I was like, "All right, we dodged a bullet with that one." Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but we got our money back, and uh, I was supposed to go to Ireland with a couple friends to go to Dublin. Uh, next month, mm-hmm. and that's obviously canceled because we're on lockdown until further notice. So, yeah, I've had, I've had to cancel two of my trips. Uh, my wife had a trip to go see a concert. I guess obviously all the concerts have been canceled. Yeah, and it just kind of seems like 
it's it's almost unreal how, how much life is stopping. And like, I didn't know you could do that, but it's also bringing back a realization, a realization for me that you, where does, why, why are we in debt? <laughs> like, is it, you think, you, you ever think about that? Like, for instance, all these companies are saying, okay, we're going to stop your mortgage. We're going to stop your, you know, rent. We're going to stop your, yeah. uh, your bills and we will keep everything going. Like everything's going to run normally. Yeah. So I look at it, I'm like, so why? Do you need my money to keep my things right? <laughs> if you money, then why you need my money? Yeah, and I, I get it. Money makes the world go round. Yeah. And I get the whole thing. But it's, if I was, for instance, if I was, uh, who's the Tesla, runner of Tesla? Uh, um, Elon uh, Musk. We shouldn't. If I was Elon Musk, I would try to capitalize on this so much. I would lower my mm-hmm. prices of everything uh, self-sufficient. Like I, and mm-hmm. I would, I would push it so hard. I'm like, oh, you know, if you're afraid of your electricity having to, once you comes back, be overcharged. Like, here, buy my power wall or buy my like solar panels, and uh, yeah, and this and that, and I'll lower the price for you. I would push that so hard. Or like, if I was a person trying to like, if I was an engineer at MIT mm-hmm. and I was like, I knew I could do something good for hydro energy or like you know water. You do something air. good for the people and still profit. You, know, you yeah. can make money doing good stuff. Yeah, and like you don't have to be. And you don't have to like overcharge for it. You can you can literally yeah. make it. Up. If a million people buy something for one dollar, you still made a million dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, and I, and I get it. You know, like I said, money makes work around. I'm not I'm not going to claim to be a, a financial expert, um, but it just it it seems weird to me how every company and everywhere in the world is able to say, all right, we're going to stop all your payments and we're going to stop everything, and you, we're still going to keep everything going. You know, you know my biggest. My biggest concern about that, though, what? I don't, I don't know if they're going to do this or not. Like, say for example, um, we we'll stop your cell phone payment this month, so you don't have to worry about it. So does that mean next month do I have to pay double the cell double, phone payment? I got right. to pay for th- that month and this month, or it would be nice of them to put it on the back end of my contract, so my contract be one month longer instead of me forcing to pay it right then and there. It's okay because the government is going to send you a twelve hundred dollar check in the mail. That should fix everything. They're going to want that money. That's, that's, that's going to fix everything. They're going to want that money back. That's good old 1200 That's going to save you from poverty. <laughs> like, I, that, but that's a whole, I mean, I'm not going to argue. It like, shows my account. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm not going to argue it, but I definitely see the, I think I was reading something one day. They were like, they were trying to tax it. And I'm like, yo, like, this is a relief fund. <laughs> like, it's a fund made because you, you don't know what you're doing. And, and if something happens, I'm going to get paid for it. And now you're trying to take that money from me because you don't know what you're doing and I'm getting paid for it. You gotta, they got to get paid somehow. They got to keep their they hand in a bunch somehow. So with all this, I guess, you know, everybody being trapped in the house and everybody like canceling plans. Uh, have you been able to, I guess, pick up anything new or learn anything? So, and I have thought of plans though. Like I want to create like, you know, video content that's funny and stuff and stuff that I'm, I like and relatable to. Right. I've thought of stuff in my head, you know, thought of little mini scripts and everything, but my problem since this whole coronavirus quarantine stuff been going on, I, I just been extremely lazy to be honest. It's been a long time since I've been able to just relax, just watch TV and lay in bed all day. <clears throat> so it's making it hard for me to be productive. Like I'm sitting there coming up with thoughts in my head, putting them down on my phone, but I'm just not taking action. I need to get to the point where I'm taking action and you know, still being productive and stuff, but 
it's hard oh. when you're just sitting in the house all day. From what I'm hearing from your redirect podcast, uh, and knowing you personally, you work a lot. <laughs> like you've been working. You working full time at one point. Going to grad school full time at one point. Taking care of my helping take care of my grandma. Just, yeah, I, I was reading something one day. Like you know, because I, I, I felt the need. For instance, I, like I said, my child is home full time, and. Mm-hmm. I was reading something. I was nervous and I was like Googling. I'm like, how to teach a one-year-old, how to like make sure they're active sensory stuff. And I was like, pan- I got, yeah. I started getting myself a panic attack. And I read a post one day that said, it's fine if you let your child during these short, short amount of time in their life to sit down and watch TV. It's okay to let your kid watch, sit with the iPad. It's okay to let your kid nap a little bit longer. It's like, it's like you're a parent, you're tired and this is new for you too. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay to be out of the norm while you're out of the norm. And I was like, yeah. I sat back and I was like, wow, you know, they're right. <laughs> this, that makes sense. And it, it took a lot of stress off of me. So like, yeah. So for you, hey man, relax, sit back. You know, look at, look at look all it the anime to, you want. It took to like last semester of school. One of my professors, because I always complained about how much I always got to do. I gotta do this job. I gotta do this work. This paperwork. This that and third. My professor like, Karan, don't worry about what all you gotta get done. Think about what you got done so far today. How much did you get done? I'm like, well, I did get this, this, and that done. I said, that's, that's good, Karan. That's, you got stuff done today. Don't stress yourself about what you got to get done. Think about what you already done so far for the day. And ever since then, that kind of changed my perspective some. Well, that's a good, a good way to look at it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You get I so mean, much done in one day, you don't really think about it. You, know, you might get like 10 small things done, but you still focus on the big things, and you know, you're not you don't feel complete until you get that one big thing done. But you know, in reality, them 10 little things can add up to one big thing. Hmm. I guess it does make, make a lot of sense. It does make you think, like I said, I've, I've been trying to, I guess I've been trying to like read and stay active and do new stuff. But overall, the only thing I've done is managed to do is <laughs> launch this podcast and think of content. Did. Yeah, that's I guess it's, it is, it's something I, I've been wanting to do. So, and that's I that's a completion right there. And I successfully scrapped together a mini home gym, so I, I won't get you too more old. than me because our podcast has been on like a little pause lately because of the whole coronavirus. And we was kind of hoping that okay, you no, know, a few weeks, no, we come back, but you know, like gonna be longer than a few weeks. So we're gonna have to start doing podcasts just like this instead of being in person. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's you know creators creators got to create, so you yeah. know you you always find a way. Yeah. But I'm not sure how much I'm, I think we might get cut off soon. So I'm going to go ahead and end this call now. Uh, <laughs> All right. And I really, really, I'm glad, I'm glad you were able to get online with me and talk with me. Uh, no, no problem. I ain't doing nothing else but being stuck in the house. But yeah, <laughs> plenty of time. <laughs> I, I really, I really do miss talking to you, hanging out with you, man. Yeah, I always wish that all my friends stayed in one general area because it sucks. They know once we got older, everybody know kind of ventured their own. It doesn't suck. I'm glad everybody went their own yeah. path that works for them. But I just wish that we can still be close together. Like I always envision our life being like the movie on um, Grown Ups, how we just come back together and have a good yeah. time. God, yeah. So we we definitely like the time we met at Telly's house. You know, we always yeah. kind of just caught back up. Like nothing, nothing changed. Exactly. So we definitely have to get the, get on that again. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let you go back to your task of watching shows and putting your feet up and relaxing <laughs> <laughs> but stay healthy uh i hope you and your family stay well appreciate uh, saying to you man yeah man just stay up and i look forward to hearing your next podcast all right man i'll let you know all right take it easy man all right you too man peace <laughs>